The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, September the 14th. Week one overreactions are finally over, and it is time to move on to week two. My name is Ryan McIntyre, and I'm joined by my friend, Mr. Old Fashioned Football himself, Justin Mark. Jay Mark, how are you doing, brother? Hey, both our teams won. Nothing to complain about with our teams, right? One and oh, baby. That's all you can ask for after yep. week one. And uh, definitely can't complain about how we did in that early slate. For sure. Yeah. Um, you did a little bit better than me. Uh, I'll go ahead and admit it. I went six and three, and you only missed one game. Very yeah, impressive start. Yeah. I got it, beat it, by Tua. <laughs> got beat by Tua. So, uh, and of course, that was my lock. So, <laughs> eight yeah. and oh in non lock games. And, uh, had the Texans as the dog, and of course they blew seventeen point lead, but overall profitable early window for us. Yeah, and six and zero on our teasers, so can't complain. Yeah, and uh, I mean, as we know, hopefully we can continue this momentum into uh, week number <laughs> two here. Um, what's your early thoughts on this week two early slate? Um, I don't like the games as much as I did last week and then it looks like already early money is heavy going on favorites always makes me nervous especially when i kind of like some of those favorites too are you uh are you a fade the public guy do you like to generally i think you generally like to fade the public don't you i do and it, it week two is always tricky because there's so many week one overreactions going around like for example your rival the green bay packers are done uh <laughs> <laughs> according to the media so it, it's it's tough to navigate what actually is an overreaction when it, and what is actually true and, and going to be a trend going forward. But I, I usually like to look for bounce back spots in week two for especially teams that got blown out in week one and in kind of a weird fashion way. And as much as I want my Bears to beat the Packers in Lambeau, I don't think the Packers are done, unfortunately, and I, I think they'll show that on Sunday night. Yeah, no, and that's not part of our slate, but uh, <laughs> I know we'll I know we'll be uh, messaging each other throughout that game. So uh, for sure. But if you want to bet on that Packers and uh, Bears game, you do so over at WinBet. Thinking about joining WinBet, now is the perfect time for new customers to bet one hundred to get a one hundred dollar free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open twenty four hours a day, where you can get a one hundred one hundred percent deposit up to a thousand dollars. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay itself. 
There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. And, of course, that offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play and win bet is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. A lot of NFL stats, trends are being thrown around. Go, go do so over at Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, the NFL regular season is here. Week two is here. And it's going to be kicking off. And as you get ready to place your bets, lock in your fantasy team, all you need to do is go over to the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, MLB, and that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. I like Elias for uh, week one trends and week two trends as well. A lot, Like Justin said, a lot of the favorites tend to bounce back in week two, and, and Elias backs that up. Um, so go, so go over to Elias and check out these trends. The NFL season is here. So don't wait, download the Elias game plan app today. That's the E L I A S. And right now I have a special offer for you. When you subscribe, you get a 14 day trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use the promo code S G P N, you can find the Elias game plan app in the app store or play store today and use the promo code SGPN. And of course, our favorite FUBU TV. If you watch football, you need FUBU TV. FUBU TV gives you complete coverage in college and pro football with the NFL Red Zone, plus games that are in 4K with no extra charge, over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch all the devices and never miss a game or any episode of the replays with our cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no con- contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can use and try the FUBU TV free for seven days and get a 15% off your first month. Just go to FUBU.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash SGP. All right, man. Week two in the NFL early slate kicking off we're gonna go to uh heinz field or the former heinz field as a, they uh new new what's uh what's it called now agriculture a- or acrister or something i refuse to call it anything but heinz field that's the, yeah, <laughs> the ketchup bottle so uh yep <laughs> but uh new england coming off a week one disappointment loss to miami travels to pittsburgh who's coming off a big upset win over cincinnati Currently, New England is laying one and a half on the road, over under set at 40. New England minus 120 on the money line, Pittsburgh plus 110. Jay Mark, what are you thinking for this game? So we both called the Steelers were going to win last week. We called that right. They went to Cincinnati, upset the Bengals. It did take overtime. I don't feel like it should have taken overtime. They kind of seemed in control um, of that whole game, really. Now they go back home against a Pats offense that looked a little bit lost, tied for 22nd in passing yards, 22nd in rushing yards. And yeah, the Steelers offense was worse than that. And their defense was very good. I I kind of expect their defense to take a little bit of a step back without TJ Watt. Um, It sounds like he's going to be out for six weeks, but I just I think they're they're feeling high. They just upset the Bengals and now they're ready to come home and they come home as a home dog. 
doesn't make sense to me. So I'm going with the Steelers. What do you feel? I'm going to go the other way. Um, okay. I, as that New England, I'm going back to the well here. <laughs> I was high on New England in the preseason. I, I might be being a little bitter here, and I, I might just be misreading this New England team. Belichick hasn't started 0-2 since 2001, uh, ironically, the year they won the Super Bowl. Uh, he's 8-3 and against Tomlin. And I, I've seen this in the past with being in the Pittsburgh area where it's a rah-rah Mike Tomlin spot the week before. For example, last year they go to Buffalo, get a big win, and then they come home and kind of kind of a flat effort against uh, Vegas. I expect this game – I don't expect a lot of points in this game, and I'm sure you agree, especially yep. – uh, with how limited New England's offense looks under this Patricia uh, play calling era. Um, but I'm going to go with New England in a game they got to have because they can't go to 0-2 with Baltimore on deck. And I think it's just a letdown a little bit for Pittsburgh with so much emotion going into that crazy win. I love that we're starting off disagreeing since we agreed on so many last time. This is a good start. Yeah, no, <laughs> a- absolutely. Um or it confuses yeah. the listeners. One of the yeah. two. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't need to agree on anything. Uh, moving on to the next game, we'll see if we agree on this one. Indianapolis coming off the tie in Houston goes down to Florida, where they've struggled in the past. Jacksonville Jaguars. Currently, Indy is laying four points. Over under set of forty five and a half. Indy minus one ninety on the money line. Jacksonville plus one seventy. What's your take on this one? So it looked like the Colts woke up mid-game, well, maybe the fourth quarter, but then they fell asleep again kind of in overtime there. But it, with that rushing attack that they have, the passing attack was pretty good. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars were – they looked more competitive than they should have been. Um, it, while it makes me nervous that almost 70% of the bets are coming in on the Colts, I don't see them struggling again. They have a lot to prove after tying, ending with a tie with the Texans. Um, Matt Ryan's got a lot to prove. Frank Wright. um, And this is a good team. And so I think they're going to bounce back here. I like them by a touchdown. So I'm going to, I'm going to side with the Colts here. How about you? We're disagreeing two for two here. All right. Jacksonville, I thought that I thought it was a gutty effort, honestly, last week. They cut in the old Jacksonville, I think, would have just mailed it in when they went down 14 3. Defensively, they have issues. It worries me a little bit uh, with the matchup against Jonathan Taylor. But Indy has not won in Jacksonville since 2014. Uh, since Andrew Luck, they've lost with everybody remembers the Wentz game last year. Uh, Philip Rivers couldn't get it done down there. Jacoby Brissett. It seems like whoever puts on that uniform can't get the job done in Jacksonville. And a trend going in my way is uh, teams that have lost week one um, that are a dog in week two over the last decade with six points or under are hitting at a 67% rate. So 64 and 32. So Jacksonville fits that bill. I think, I, I'm just not high on this Colts team. I think there, there's something missing. I know they wanted to blame Carson Wentz last year for a lot of issues, cutting their kicker this week randomly or say, uh, it seems like, seems like not everything's there. And Frank Reich's team starts slow um, in his ter- uh, tenure in Indy. I do worry a little bit that cutting the goggles um, sends a, a strong message and maybe throws the team off a little bit. 
but everything I'm reading says Shaquille Leonard will be back. Um, their linebacker, former former Darius Leonard, wants to go by Shaquille now. Um, but I think I think that'll elevate their defense enough. You know, he's a, he's an elite linebacker, or maybe this is going to become a trend where we start to see that um, maybe Matt Eberflus was the genius behind that, and you know now he's. Bears coach so maybe he was the genius behind that defense and it had nothing to do with the players I guess we'll see you you hope that's the truth because that means it's a good day for the Chicago Bears absolutely uh, I I think it's crazy at how much they've struggled uh in Jacksonville for as as bad as Jacksonville's been over the last what eight or decade plus other than their one run in 2017 for them not to win it's just they got a lot of demons down there, and I, I can't get behind Matt Ryan as the guy to replace that, uh, whether he is a lead or not. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to ride with the home team, and uh, stay tuned. I may be taking that as uh, my money line dog. So, Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I haven't decided if that's going to be the exact candidate, but I, I definitely like taking the points plus four in a divisional uh, spot here in week two. Next like up it. on – Next up on the slate, Washington, 1-0, heading to Ford Field, Detroit, Dan Campbell. Uh, Detroit is, I as of right now, minus 1.5, over-under set at 48.5. Washington, plus 110 on the money line. Detroit, minus 125. And I got to shout out you here. Um, in the preseason, I hope everybody saw the article you put together where uh, bets that you liked futures-wise – you said go grab Detroit right now plus one uh, week two against Washington because you anticipated swinging over to being a favorite after week one. And you, I mean, you nailed it, nailed it. Uh, Indy or uh, sorry, uh, Detroit's going off now is a one and a half. They went all the way up to two and a half in spots I've seen. So uh, you riding with uh, your division rival Detroit Lions? Unfortunately, I am. Um, when I was writing that article, so it was best bets of each team. And I couldn't find anything I liked for the Lions. There's not, there wasn't a lot to like there. I expected the Commanders to lose their first game, not look that great, and so then the Lions to be favored. Um, Commanders looked pretty decent, and the Lions did give up the most points and 455 yards, but they also finished third in points, fifth in rushing, to a defense that just allowed 123 rushing yards to basically James Robinson, a little ETN. Um, I do think this is going to be a close game. I think it'll go down to the wire, but I like the Lions pulling it out by three. Again, another one that 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 money is coming in on the Lions, and that makes me nervous because the sports books they're in business for a reason. Mm-hmm. They 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 know what they're doing, but um, with that money coming in, you also got to expect that this line might go up a little bit, and Lions are going to end up being favored by more. But so I would grab it now because I think they they win by three. That's my guess. Are you are you riding with your your team or you like the Lions this week? So this is the first time Detroit's been favored in a game since 2020. Uh, <laughs> I think I think it's 25 straight games they've been a dog until they prove that they can actually win a game instead of all these moral victories. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not back in Detroit. Uh, I'm going to go a little, I'm going to go with the Homer side. I think Washington gets it done. I expect a lot of points in this game. So if you're looking, I know this isn't a total show, um, but I know Scott and Moonoff, uh the other day when they were doing their total show agreed that they, they saw an over 
Detroit's bad defensively. Um, Philly could do whatever they wanted. It kind of felt like Philly just got a little passive when the game was in hand and, and Detroit did what they did last year of backdoor covering. It seems like nonstop yep. uh, throughout the year. Washington's good offensively. I know a lot of people like to bash Carson Wentz, but they got good options with McLaurin, Samuel Dotson, Logan Thomas at the tight end position, Gibson. Um, I think they're, they're going to be able to move the ball. I worry about because Detroit's, good as well i mean swift 15 carries for 144 and golf golf uh golf tends to move the ball but he's got a little bit like Wentz. he he can turn it over yeah absolutely um i saw this morning Jahan dotson is now the favorite for offensive rookie of the year so um after a great showing that he had last week with two touchdowns um and curtis samuel looked good too i i expect a little more out of mclaurin i think that's partially defense is kind of factor for Terry McLaurin because he is a good receiver. So yeah, Wentz absolutely has a lot of options. You make me a little nervous with that stat of Detroit finally being favored because if any team's going to blow that, it's going to be the lions and they, they just don't seem as tough as Dan Campbell wants them to be. I don't see him out there biting any kneecaps, but I'm, I think I'm rolling with them this week. I think I'm going to roll with them. Yeah. And I, I, I can't get behind the public being on <laughs> the Detroit Lions as a favorite. That's just that's that that puts my antennas up right away to uh fade them right there. That's um, fair. <laughs> what what did you think of the Lions last week? I mean, obviously there was a lot of hype going into that game with the Eagles coming off the hard knocks uh preseason. What what are your thoughts on these lines? You feel still feel good about that both of us being on the under six and a half? You know, either the Lions offense is better than I expected or the Eagles defense is worse than I expected because I did not expect them to keep up with that Eagles offense. Uh, you know, last year, the Eagles beat them 44 to six. I thought they'd kind of get thumped like that again. They stayed very competitive to the end, um, which is kind of their MO staying like they'll they'll get behind by a lot and then they'll kind of rally back and not win the game. But um, I, I still like the under. I think Jared Goff's going to mess it up. And I just think that that team, unfortunately, just has a losing culture and they can't get away from it. And I don't know what it's going to take, but I don't think this is the team that does it. How about you? Are you getting a little nervous after seeing him move the ball so well and put up 35 points? No, because uh, Rod and I were talking about it on Monday. I just think defensively, defensively, this is a bad team. I, I, I think and I think they're going to lose more than they win in Jared Goff shootouts. Yeah, for sure. Cause like Ryan and Sean say, Jared golf sucks Island. So, yep. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I still am confident in the under, but uh, they did look impressive offensively, but defensively they haven't gotten any better in my opinion. Yeah. Both those defenses last week were disappointing because lions are supposed to be a little revamped with Aiden Hutchinson in town. Eagles got the Georgia boys and it, it was just a shootout. A bunch of points did not expect that. So that was disappointing on both counts, but I still, I, I'll believe in Wentz after he's maybe two and zero or three and zero. We'll <laughs> see. But I still can't believe in him, though. I don't like backing Jared Goff any more than Wentz. So, <laughs> I, hey, I like it that we we disagreed on three in a row. So yeah, uh, and Starting I like much that, different I, than last I, week. I like that Wentz is is uh kind of a dog here. Nobody nobody believes in him. Nobody's buying in. We don't. Nobody needs to uh, believe in him. That's good. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. 
Speaking of nobody believing, No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing a pick'em contest versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for a shot to win the big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on top, top five players, over, under, or individual player matchups across every sports, the NFL, M- NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. And, of course, promo guy. Promo guy is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profit on your sports betting. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books. Their bet tracker shows an average of a ROI of 25%. That's return on investment there. And they've got a VIP discord group that puts even deeper advanced analytics right up to your fingertips. I've got, I've got to say, We've been looking at their uh, daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply just tell you what the probable probability is to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using a model to help with your picks, you're missing out. Insanely, don't just use your gut and be part of the best overall Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguide.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method for getting a better, smarter bet. Once again, promoguide.us, and you can consistently and consistently gives you profit. And, of course, Sleeper. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. I got a couple leagues. I listen to old fashioned football, Justin Mark, to get my fantasy football information. It's a game changing product, unlike anything else in this in- industry. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing the new over under game. Over unders integrated into fantasy, the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter via the over-under itself, but you can also do so through the Fantasy League's matchup screen. For example, Patrick Mahomes is your starting quarterback. Not only do you think you can win the matchup, but you are also confident Mahomes is going to hit the over 250 passing yards. If you pick that correctly, you can win up anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. Not only do they have an NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing. Go download, go download the sleeper now to play their famous over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and sleeper will automatically match your free deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers. Terms of use of details today. All right, Justin, moving along in this early window slate. Next up, we got to a battle two one and zero teams. 
We got the Miami Dolphins going to Baltimore. Baltimore laying three and a half, over under set at 44 and a half. Miami plus 165 on the money line. Baltimore minus 180. What do you think of this one, man? The the Ravens might have been the most disappointing cover um, or disappointing looking team that covered last week. They played the Jets. Should have beat them by a lot. They did not. Um, I mean, they did cover, so we can't complain because we picked them to cover, but they just didn't look that good. This is supposed to be a run-heavy team that runs the ball well, and they had 63 yards. Kenyon Drake ran. Mike Davis only had two carries, um, and they only had 13 first downs the whole game. And the pass game looked good for the Dolphins. I think there might have been a little bit of luck there for Tua. Um, but you know, meanwhile, the Ravens allowed 295 passing yards to Joe Flacco, though that was through 59 attempts. <laughs> um, last year, the Dolphins won in Miami 22 to 10. This one's in Baltimore, but just with the way the Ravens looked until I feel like they can run the ball better and stop the pass, I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover. Are you on the Ravens or are you back on, back on the Dolphins after they kind of upset your lock? I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm with you on the, the Ravens were disappointing being out game by the jets by over a hundred yards. I thought they were sloppy, kind of just going through the motions. Maybe a little bit had to do with that. They were playing the jets and they knew they were going to win. So maybe they got a little <laughs> vanilla in the play calling. Um, but I I'm, I'm with, uh, Sean and Ryan of taking the two and a half lane, three and a half. I'm, uh, I'm going to lay the points here. I think, I think Baltimore makes a statement here. They've been really good at home under Harbaugh in mm-hmm. uh, home openers. And I think it's a revenge angle as well. Uh, that 22 to 10 loss last year was a Thursday night game. And I felt like Miami kind of exposed Baltimore after that. Cause if, if you remember, they just kept cover zero blitzing them yep. nonstop. And it was a, it, it, it was a weird game because Baltimore had come in, come in as the one seed and Miami was one and seven. Um, Another thing, I think uh, more of the public's coming in on Miami. I think people are buying into this Tua, uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. So I, I, anytime I get a chance to fade the public with Lamar, I, I'm, I'm all about that too. Yeah. Um, what is with Lamar only having 17 rushing yards last week? Like he's supposed to be one of the best. I mean, not supposed to be. He is one of the best rushing quarterbacks. And that's kind of, I think, how that team succeeds, right? When he runs 40 to 50 yards and scrambles, even the design runs for him, they, they got to do something to turn that run game around. And, and I think J.K. Dobbins, once he's back, that'll help. But Kenyon Drake and Mike Davis not getting it done and even Lamar not getting it done in week one. And that just that worries me. I also thought Miami was underwhelming offensively. I mean, they only scored 13 points on the offensive side. And I thought Tua got away with some throws that I think uh, the Baltimore secondary can take advantage of. Yeah. So. Um, so did so you? Sorry, did you like Dolphins there or the Ravens? No, I laid the point. So we okay. are. Uh, yeah, we're on opposite sides here again. again. So four for right. four. This this could one of us. It's going to be a bloodbath for one of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> speaking of bloodbaths, moving on to this next game, Tampa Tom and the Buccaneers one and zero going down to New Orleans, James, led by famous Jameis. Uh, Tampa laying two and a half, over-under set at 44. Tampa Bay minus 140 on the money line. Home dog in New Orleans plus 130. 
Yeah, this this is a game. I, I didn't think the Saints should have won last week. We were both on the Falcons, um, and the Bucks should have won by more. They should have beat the Cowboys Cowboys by more. So I feel like we had one team that overperformed, one team underperformed, and I think it reverses this week. Um, I think Bucks get back on track, and this could be a, a big statement. I know these teams usually play each other pretty tough. But I think this is going to be a, a big statement for Tom Brady of, hey, I can put up more than just 19 points. Um, and that that Bucks D did well. They limited the pass to 173 yards. I know Dak got hurt, but he still threw 29 passes. So he was in the game long enough. I think that uh, I, I do as much as I'm not a huge Dak fan. I think he's better than Jameis Winston. So I think the the Bucks defense is going to be able to limit Jameis there. And I, I really like the Bucks with three. I'm going home dog. Uh, they, they, uh, they're four and against Brady in non postseason games, New Orleans, um, including one of the games Dennis Allen did coach where they won nine, nothing in a weird Sunday night game. <laughs> For some reason they have Brady's number. I don't know why. Um, and it's a revenge game still for Jameis with uh, Tampa letting him go. So he always yep. gets up to, and this is the game he got injured in last year when they were five and two. I, I, I worry about Tampa's offensive line. Uh, I think they got big question marks right now, and I think they're satisfied with the road split to start the year. It's still yeah. early for Tom, um, trying to get some guys healthy. Godwin out with the hamstring. And I, I think New Orleans was looking ahead in that Atlanta game last week to Tampa because they always get up to play Tampa. Um, but they were able to rally, and I think they ride that momentum into this game, home opener in front of uh, – who that nation? Yeah. Did you see, I don't know if you saw the uh, post game questions with Jameis, but he, they, uh, they were talking to him about like, you know, how'd you come back and all this. He says, well, we were just prepared. A trainer told me, Oh, what did he say? Well, he just said, be prepared. <laughs> another, another great quote from famous Jameis after a week after he did the whole, your ankles are the the wrists of your legs and everything. So I just, I can't back him when he's making quotes like that. I can't do it. <laughs> it, it it's never a dull moment with Jameis Winston. Uh, but that's why, that's why I like him behind Jameis. I thought he was, what'd you think of him in the opener? I thought he struggled early, a little bit of nerves, maybe just coming off the ACL injury, but I thought he settled in. It was nice to have Michael Thomas back, obviously. Um, I like the receiving core and I like this. I like this saints team overall in the overall grand scheme of things going forward as well. Yeah. I just, I don't think they can continue to rely on Jameis to win them games. They got to get Kamara more involved. He didn't have a terrible stat line, but definitely disappointing from what we're used to seeing with him. Um, but for everybody that was wondering if Michael Thomas is back, it was nice to see that he is back. You know, he had a really good performance there. Um, and yeah, I think if they can if they can move the ball with Kamara and not rely so much on Jameis, they they have a good chance of being a pretty decent team and a tough one to beat. Um, but just it's tough for me to to back Jameis. I I do think I would like him to win just to get some more of those quotes. But I'm going with the Bucks this week. So we're, we're we have disagreed on all uh, five games so far. And so we'll move to the Big Apple for game six to see if we're on opposite sides again. Carolina coming off the heartbreak loss uh, to Cleveland, 58-yarder at the gun, going to New York. New York minus the two, over-under set at 43-and-a-half. 
New York is minus 125 on the money line. Carolina plus 115. Yeah, what a win by the Giants. Um, I don't make know how the they comeback. Won that game. Yeah, make the comeback, go for two. And what are the Panthers doing only running the ball 10 times with Christian McCaffrey? Is that just to make sure he doesn't get hurt again? I, I don't understand it at all. It's terrible play calling, in my opinion. Yes. I, I just don't get it. Um, the, and the Giants were the top rushing team. Panthers were 31st. Uh, Giants 29th in the passing defense, though. Um, granted, they with all that rushing, they didn't need to pass the ball. So when you look at all the stats from last week, everything points to the Giants, I feel like. And so I'm fading that. I'm fading it. I think the Panthers get back on track here. I think they give the ball to CMC 30 times and they win the game that way. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with the Panthers. How about you? I like it. This is our first one we agree on. All right. Um, I I think that the game plan has got to be focused on McCaffrey this week. I mean, now a lot of it that that Cleveland defensive front is really good. So maybe they were afraid that they couldn't run the ball. But I mean, I, I would have ran the ball to slow down Miles Garrett in the pass rush a little bit no to keep him honest. Um, another thing, th- this is a sandwich spot for the Giants, in my opinion. They come off the big emotional two point win, dancing in the locker room, kind of <laughs> like a Super Bowl type win. And they got Dallas on deck. I know Dak's not going to be there Monday night football. So, I mean, I think kind of a l- little bit of a letdown spot for New York here. And I, I think these teams are even. So I'm going to take the points. I think this comes right down to the wire. So I'll go Carolina plus the two. We had to agree on at least one game, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> we we uh, had to find one. <laughs> what I You touched right on it, though. Why did Carolina not give the ball to McCaffrey at least 20 times? He's your best had, player. Had to be a thing where Baker was like, please let me keep throwing on them. Please let me keep throwing. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It was terrible play calling, and hopefully they learn from that. Um, unless, like I said, the injuries the past two years, maybe they're a little nervous. He's going to get injured again. I don't know. But you still – you got you to run the ball. Yeah. No, it, absolutely. Baker can't be dropping back 40 times uh, for that offense to click. It, it feels like this number, why the Giants are favored, is because people want to believe in day ball and they want to fade Matt rule. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and which like I, I said, kind of get, yeah. And all the stats point to the Giants should win this game. And that just makes me want to fade them. I don't, it's just something that it, it just looks too obvious. And when things look too obvious, like Denver beating Seattle looked too <laughs> obvious, you go the other way. <laughs> it smells. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, speak of the smells, the other New York team, the New York football jets coming off, 60 uh, pass attempts for Joe Flacco go to Cleveland. Cleveland is a six point favorite over under set at 39 and a half Cleveland minus two fifty on the money line. And those New York football jets plus two fifteen. So this Browns team is what we thought it would be right. Run heavy ran for 217 yards, which was second in the league. They controlled the clock. They stopped the run tough on defense the Jets limited the Ravens, but I think that was more of the Ravens not playing a clean game, not playing well. Um, what are they doing having Flacco throw the ball 59 times? I tweeted out <laughs> earlier because they said he will start again um, this week. It, they won't make a switch to see what Mike Davis can do or Mike White. Sorry, Mike White can do. But um, 
I tweeted out if Flacco throws another 59 times, his arm will just fall off on the field. It'll just detach. I feel like that is a lot for his age. Um, And they're, they're not going to win that way. I think the Browns run the ball. The Browns control the clock. And this is just another sloppy game for the jets. Ones that they can't keep up with. Um, So I I like the Browns by six. How about you? So you, so you're taking a push there. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I'll take the Browns and the six. Sorry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> they'll win by a touchdown at least. <laughs> it, it, I, I I agree with you in terms of it's going to be a grinded out ground game from Cleveland. Uh, I, but I thought the Jets did a decent job controlling the Ravens running game. And I think six points is too many to lay with uh, Jacoby Brissett led offense. I think this is a close one possession game comes down to a field goal. Um, I think Cleveland wins, but I'm going to, I'm going to take the points with, with the jets. I think kind of like uh Carolina, they come out and they emphasize the running game a little bit more. Flacco can't be throwing the ball 50 times, just like McCaffrey can't uh, only get 10 carries. So maybe a more balanced attack, stay on schedule. Um, it'd be nice to set a start fast for the, for those jets. Yeah, for sure. And, and, Michael Carter and Brees Hall both look pretty decent minus Hall's fumble. Um, so I think that's where they obviously should be relying on their, their younger running backs, not their old quarterback throwing 59. To- I just couldn't believe it. I was looking at the stats and, and cause I didn't, I didn't watch that game. I didn't bother watching it, but I was looking at the recaps and looking at the stats and I was like, that's gotta be a typo Flacco threw it 59 times. Are you kidding me? I, even when they're behind, yeah you can't win a game having Flacco throw the ball 59 times. You you don't, you don't want even an elite quarterback throwing the ball 59 times. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hello, Joe Flacco. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I was with you when I was box score skimming at the end of the day. Cause I mean, you watch all the games, but you can't, you, you don't see every single play. So you're monitoring nine yeah. games at once trying to navigate what's what and, and which team is coming down to the wire um, uh, the famous witching hour, as they say on the NFL red zone <laughs> where, uh, yep. wins become losses and losses become wins. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it was weird for the jets. It was a weird, weird game plan. It, they, they lost and it, the score wasn't bad, but it felt like they were never in the game. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was much closer than I thought it should have been. I thought that should have been a complete thump. But, um, they, yeah, I agree. They're, they didn't have hope at any point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they, uh, they, they were not very good in their opener. So uh, maybe they can bounce back here in Cleveland. And if they do so, they need to run your pool. Introducing the brand-new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books plus exclusive access to real money pools. Entry, entry, enter to our exclusive week one and two pools with the guaranteed $5,000 payouts, as well as our season long pool with the guaranteed $100,000 payout. Get access to exclusive dad to help with your weekly game picks, premium content, like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools and exclusive swag. The top line here is that if you're a serious sports fan, use our code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP and get 50% off on your first month of run your pool VIP. That's SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. And we're also brought to you by odds trader. What's odds trader. Odds trader is a place to compare odds from all different major sports books. You can compare 
player sets, key game sets, injury reports, projected game day weather. For example, they were all over that Chicago Bears, San Francisco 49ers, Monsoon. It's also a bet tracker so betters can keep records of their games so that they more, more so know where they're at. Uh, great handicapping tools, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player stats, key game sets, projected game day weather. And bet tracker also allows you to keep track of your games and your betting activities. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, J Mark, it is time for the famous lock dog tease. For yeah, your luck, what's that? I was going to say, and I, I know we probably won't have the same since we only agreed on one game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to recap, we were on the Carolina side together. So maybe that should be our lock together. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we should lock up the Giants. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Where are you going um, for your lock, man? My lock, I'm, I'm sorry to do this to you, but I'm going to take those Lions by one and a half uh, to beat uh, Washington and Wentz. Um, so, yeah, that's who I'm locking up. Who are you locking this week? I'm going to lock up Jacksonville. This is gross. I'm going to lock up Jacksonville <laughs> plus a four and a half. I think Indy hates playing there. They struggle there. I'm going to go Jacksonville plus four and a half for my, uh, for my lock. And if we both miss our lock again, we're going to have to do something to mix it up. <laughs> we, start, we don't want start, start picking against the lock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, where are you going dog wise? Yeah. So last week hit the dog with my bears. I obviously can't pick them because they're not in this game slate. So I'll back the former bear, Mitch Trubisky. It's a small dog, but they're most of these games are small dogs this week, except for the jets, but I'm not taking the jets. So, uh, Steelers plus one Oh five. Um, I like Mitch to, to do what enough to win the game. I'm not saying he's going to win the game for them. He's just going to do enough to win the game. How about you? Who's your dog this week? I'm going to go a divisional matchup in the South. I'm going to go with the new Orleans saints to win five straight against Tom Brady plus plus one forty on the money line. I'm going to back famous Jameis one more time. If we, if we can get an, another random weird quote from him, I, I'll, I'll approve it. <laughs> where do you, uh, where do you want to go tease wise this week, Justin? Yeah, this is where we hit. Uh, I mean, we, we picked five games out of the six, so we five and oh, though, um, I parlayed them. I hope you all did too, but, uh, so I like the lions plus four, the Browns to win, and then the bucks plus three bucks plus three. Yep. Who you got? Um, Looking at this again, I don't want to put my locker dog in the tease. I'm, I'm going to give out some other games. I'm going to tease Washington to plus seven and a half. So they can lose. If they do lose, it's by a touchdown or less. Um, I will also throw in Carolina plus eight and a half from two and a half. Nice. And then the other one, I'm going to throw the New York football jets to stay within uh double digits. So going from plus six to 12. Nice. I like it. Got a little bonus one here. If you like, um, I know the, uh, we are both on the Panthers. If you end up liking the Steelers, we'll lock them up together in a money line. It's plus three twenty. I think both are possible. So I'll probably be throwing that one down as well. I like that. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go back on this. I'm going to take the jets out. I'm going to go Pittsburgh 
from plus one and a half up to seven and a half. Cross that number. Washington plus seven and a half and Carolina plus eight and a half. So three nice. uh three one possession losses or outright wins for my for my tease this I week. Like week two action. You talked me into that Steelers. If New England <laughs> if, if New England wins, it's gonna be that's gonna be a one possession game either way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh yeah we'll see if we can ride the momentum of our teases and then uh obviously Justin was six and three and I was eight and one in the early window. So we're looking to continue this momentum into week two. Uh, J Mark, tell everybody where to find, find you. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at J Mark football. Um, week three, I'm going to be running a little contest. So make sure you give me a follow so you can get some details on that. And then you're uh, also in the discord and uh, over at the old fashioned football uh, on the fantasy SGPN site as well. Absolutely. If you're a fantasy football player, tune in not to listen to me, but my wife, who when OJ Howard was cut, said, pick him up right now, stash him because he's going to make an impact on a different team, gets picked up by the Texans and has two touchdowns. Now that's sharp right there, right? (laughs) Mrs. Mrs. J Mark football, baby. Uh, Everybody can find me uh, at Moneyline underscore Mac on Twitter in the discord. Um, go check out all our other channels as well. I mean, it's college football season as well on Saturdays. Uh, shout out to Colby Dant, AKA the Dantabase for winning uh week three of college football or week two of college football as a top expert, uh, picking games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously it's not a surprise to us that have listened to him because he knows, he knows all these players, the, even the backups, backups. He can, they, oh, that's that kid from this place. It's like, how do you know that? How? But he just, he's got it all up there in his brain. So, yeah, absolutely. And and um, make sure you, you follow and subscribe the NFL Gambling Podcast page or uh, pod so you can keep getting these these uh, eight and one heaters that Ryan's throwing out profitable that's what we're here for and then absolutely mlb postseason is coming up so make sure you go subscribe and follow the mlb pod uh nba will preseason starts in two uh two weeks believe it or not so make sure you go follow the nba pod obviously all the different fantasy sports um but that that's all i got Justin. you got anything before we get out of here i'm just ready for another good week of football that's all we can ask for another profitable week too Good luck, everybody, in week two. And most importantly, don't forget to let it ride.